Hi everyone, I'm Tandy Benny, and this is the Odiva Show, the show where we talk about the inspirational, educational, and sometimes very uncomfortable, and even the taboo topics all about women. Today we have in our Focus TV studios in West Hollywood, a very, very good friend of mine, Katherine Nicholson. Just so you know, we actually live together now. <laughs> we moved in together a few months ago. Yes, we did. Yes, and I've learned all these amazing two, things. Two women, two kids. A dog, a dog, a cat, and a bearded dragon, and yes. a fish that died. And a fish that died, but I got a new one. And it, I didn't do, yes, that's a whole story. We won't get into the fish story. But we've learned so much about each other, and one of the things I learned, which is why I wanted to bring you on the show here today, is um, you tried so many amazing things that sort of helped you get through your, or leading up to your pregnancy that made it easier, made it more enjoyable. <laughs> Um, so let's get right into it. Let's talk about it. What was that like for you? Well, you know, I, the first thing that happened when I got pregnant was I got a call from my dad. My dad's a doctor. Oh. And he said, you know, you're over 40, first child. I just want you to know it's going to be hard. So that was the first thing that you heard. <laughs> the first it's thing. It wasn't even like, woo, you're pregnant. It's going to be hard. <laughs> so what do you do with that? Right. What do you do with that? So I thought to myself, no, it's not going to be hard, and I'm going to do everything I can to make it easy and to make it good. So did you just like go, you know, headstrong right into like research and what can well, I do? And yeah, different... you know, I, I sell real estate, and I sell real estate at a company called The Agency, and we're very innovative. We always think out of the box, and I thought, you know, I do this for my clients. I think of new and interesting ways to sell houses right. and to help them, and so... I can think out of the box. So I live in Los Angeles and, and I just went and, and asked everybody I knew about various things that I could do. I started with um, acupuncture and herbs from my- So that's my, the first thing yeah, you did. From my Chinese doctor, Dr. Dao, who's okay. in Santa Monica at the Tao of Wellness. And I, I had been doing that actually to get pregnant before I got pregnant because my FSH level, which is, um, to get technical, the, the follicle stimulating hormone, right. it rises as you get older. Mine was a little bit high and he said, oh, I can, I can make you five years younger. What? And when any, any guy says that, you know, <laughs> hey, I'll try it. I'll try anything. You mean five years younger all over? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, down here. So, um, yeah, so I started doing that, and sure enough, my FSH level went down um, to when I was in my early 30s. So I have to ask you a question, though. This is, like, maybe a really stupid question, but um, so you're getting the little needles put into getting your... Getting the little needles and also, and, and concentrating down in the area of the uterus to sort of send blood there to make it more receptive so where did he have egg. to put the needles did he actually so he puts them in your stomach uh, in your tummy yeah and okay. then you also have them in in various other places depending on you know how he thinks your body is and wow. if you need to relax or yeah the various things and then he um gives you a, a combination of of herbs to brew up into and I a tea that tasted amazing so good <laughs> so, so good. good actually it's not the, not so much the taste it's the smell 
So once you get past the smell, you're okay. So I was doing it in the garage because it, you know, it fills the whole house. It was, it's not pleasant. You were doing it in the garage. You're taking like your brewing it. And you're brewing it. Yeah, well, because it's in a, an electric kettle, right? right. So you shove it in, and the, yeah. It's so then another smelly. thing that you tried. So you tried that. You tried. The... So I did that. I dropped my FSH. I got pregnant easily, and then when I was pregnant, I talked to him, and he said, um, we'll continue with the herbs, want to make sure that the that um, everything's nourished there, that the, the baby gets proper nutrients and, and all of that. Oh, so, yeah. All right, so so here I am, I'm, I'm talking to um, Catherine, who's a very good friend of mine, about all these interesting and crazy, some might seem a little crazy, things that she did to make her pregnancy a little smoother, a little more enjoyable. We both had kids over 40, um, and one of them was acupuncture and herbs. And herbs. So she did that, went to this Chinese doctor, she's brewing her herbs in her backyard, in her, because they smell so bad. <laughs> but once you get past the smell, you're good. But her doctor says she can make her five years younger down there. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. Um, okay, then after that. So then you keep taking you... them and he modifies the herbs um, all the way and you and you keep taking them through your pregnancy all the way up until you give birth. So the, the formula changes and the final formula actually is to tone your uterus. Oh. Because apparently what I didn't know is contractions can be, I guess, powerful or not powerful. They can actually do something or not. And I thought a contraction was a contraction was a contraction. But apparently some are better than others. Wow. And so the herbs are supposed to tone your uterus to make them, you know, all work properly. So then after that, what did you try? So then during the pregnancy, I did, I went to a chiropractor who specializes in pregnancy and I, I mean who I had no idea yeah. I, oh I got to straighten it all out so ah okay all right so the baby comes out it so doesn't get stuck there are chiropractors <laughs> that specialize in pregnancy yeah and okay. I was actually and I was actually breech up until the very end okay. and I really believe that doing that helped turn him around ah, okay so we had a question did you eat um, herbs as well with the chiropractor uh no no, no. Um, you're I, I was doing I was drinking the herb tea all the way through pregnancy right yeah okay so at so this the chiropractor point... was a different person who did um who did adjustments and also massage as well because it's really important to keep relaxed through the whole process oh yeah which is the main thing so at this point you're doing acupuncture Yes. And you're drinking your herbs, and you're yes. brewing them in your garage, yes. and then you're going to go and you're seeing your um, chiropractor. Yes. You get all straight out. And, and then what else? What did you pile on top um, of that? And then I also had a doula. Yes. Who I actually utilized more bef when I was pregnant than I did during the birth. But she taught me hypnotherapy. Oh, so I, I was that. doing that. And, you know, the big issue with labor in in North America is that everyone is so conditioned to think it's a big bad scary painful thing right and sometimes it is so how did the hypnotherapy help you though like did you go in you laid on a couch they hypnotized yeah, you she, like she, what, she what hypnotized me she taped it I was joking when I said that she literally hypnotized you yeah wow and she 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 <laughs> 
kind of guides you through a meditation. Okay. And, and she makes a, um, a program for you to put on your phone. And what I did when I when I was in the hospital, when I was giving birth, is I had one earbud in and I was listening to it. And because I was conditioned to relax through it, I was more relaxed in the hospital. So you were doing hypnotherapy how many times a week? One. One. For for from five months on. Wow. So these are things that you can try if you're, especially if you're fearful of giving birth for some, for, I mean, why? I mean, I was too. Yeah. Um, I didn't try any of these things. <laughs> so this yeah. is very interesting to me. Yeah. Did you try anything else? Um, trying to think. No, I think that was. That was pretty much it. I think that was, I think that covered everything. <laughs> well, okay. There you go. So she did. Let's run through this one more time. You did. Um, acupuncture. Acupuncture, and she took herbs as well, brewing them in your garage. I just love that. I love yeah. that you were kicked out of the house because they yeah. smell so bad. Uh, yeah. But once you get past the smell, it's okay. That's what Catherine says. Yeah. And then you did chiropractic. Yeah. Um, but that was specialized in pregnancy. Yeah. And they did hypnotherapy. Yes. And it's literally when she's lying on the couch and like the hip, she gets hypnotized. Yeah. And also the, with the doula, um, you go through other aspects of. Um, she wanted me to ask my mother what her pregnancy and birth was like because she's a firm believer in the fact that your mother's, your birth, will affect you later in life. Even well, Teresa says doulas are really there to help you meet your birthing plan goals. And that's very true because I had a doula as well. So what I did was, yes, um, it's very important to have a birth plan. Yeah. And my birth plan was that there are things that you can do in, in the hospital to relax yourself as well. Right. Um, I, part of my plan was to not have anyone talk to me uh, unless it was my fiancé. So my doctor could talk to my fiancé, my fiancé could talk to me. So I needed to keep in a space where I wasn't wow. thinking. I was just being, and so I, I didn't want anyone to talk to me, and I didn't want anyone to keep saying, do you want an epidural, do you want an epidural? You know, I said, I'll let everyone know when if there's a problem, ready. if... You were so yeah. in control of your birth. Wow, mine was yeah. not like that. <laughs> the fire alarm went off. Oh, yeah. My father and his um, wife ended up walking in just as I'm about to, like, Oh no. Give birth. And and it was just I mean, everything could it was just it was insane. I got to the hospital and they didn't even they forgot my room. Like they didn't even I wasn't even oh supposedly registered. Oh um yeah, it was just one disaster after <laughs> I was that lady that was healed over in the parking lot because I was about I thought I was gonna give birth in the parking lot. Well, I was keeled over too, oh. but that's another thing I wanted to tell Let, everybody. Okay, so you know what? When we come back, okay, we are going to talk about some of the things that can sort of bust through those fearful, the things that women might be scared of when it comes yeah. to pregnancy, okay? Because Catherine has a lot to say about that. So let's, let's uh, when we yeah. come back, we're going to talk about that. Did that even make sense? All right, stand by. So now we're going to hook it on the other side of the shirt so it's like <laughs> So this way. All right. All right, so we're back? We're back. Okay, we're back with Catherine Nicholson, who's a great friend of mine. Um, we just moved in together, so I'm learning all these amazing things about her. Um, and one of the things I love talking to her about is when we, we both gave birth over 40, and she also 
you know, and, and myself as well, you know, women in general, they're just, they're afraid. There's a lot of fear around giving birth in America. So I wanted yeah. to talk to her about some of the things she's done, some of the things that you can comment on about sort of breaking through those fear, those fear barriers that yeah. you know, women I mean, I are think, going through. I think our culture is conditioned to, to think it's a big, bad thing Yeah, and, and, and super painful. In, in third world countries, it's just a way of life. Women are working in the fields and, oh, I got a contraction. I'll just keep working until phew, the they baby's coming out. They literally give birth in yeah. fields. And because yeah. they're so relaxed, it comes out. So part of the problem in, in civilized countries is that fear takes over. I went to a, to a prenatal class. I mean, everybody does a prenatal class. And one of the questions she asked, there were 20 of us in the class, how many of you are getting an epidural? Everybody put up their hand except me. So you're the only one in the class. And everyone's looking at me like, what? And I said, well, it's not that I'm not getting an epidural, yeah. but I don't know. I'm going to try. And then if I feel like I need one, I'll get one. I did the same thing that you did. But I'm not going to go in. Right thinking because you might not need one yeah but it's a, but it's but nobody then talks about what giving birth is like without an epidural very true so i talked with my doula about setting sort of imagining what it's going to be like and, right. and one of the things i did was was i thought about the the pain being finite that it stops even after each contraction it stops you have a break but at the end your child is going to come out it's going to be a wonderful thing and your pain will stop right so it's not like you have some horrible illness and you're going to be in pain forever so that was one of the things the pain but will stop if everything's going fine and it's not you know the baby's sitting right and everything's right. going i mean there of right. course are many cases that you need an epidural you need a c-section yes of need, course of course of but course. this is if everything's going yeah. fine a lot of women are just like i'm right. getting the epidural no matter what and a lot of times too you know the epidural can slow things down well what, happens, what happened to me and, and going into the hospital slows things down so another point that that i was given was most people come into the hospital, they're two centimeters dilated. Right. And they come in and they get in there and it's scary and they're just <gasps> like this. What do I do now? And the body stops. Right, because it tenses up. And everything stops. And so they're in there and they're all tense and nothing's happening. And then the process starts. They're given right. Pitocin, they're, they're, you know, they may be induced, all of this stuff, and they go down that road, and then you have to have an epidural. So then what would you say to people that are, um, you know, trying to get pregnant, or they are pregnant, just a different way to sort of open up their mind and to look just, at it a little differently, maybe? Just, just, I think that the hypnotherapy is great to relax. I think staying at home laboring at home for a little while longer so you i went a little too far yeah, I, was, I did too i was 10 centimeters when i got to the hospital and they wanted to put me in the triage room and i so was screaming i was screaming one. saying no i'm having a baby now and the nurse is like yeah yeah because i'm sure that everybody screams when they come into the hospital that they're having the baby <laughs> She's like, no, I'm yeah serious. and so the doctor wow. said well um he showed up right at the perfect time. He said, yeah. oh, just put her in a room. It'll be okay. She said, just, just put her in a room, like placating me, right? And then he checked and his mouth dropped and he's like, oh, no, you're she's having, having a baby. baby. And she's having it now. 
Wow. So an hour great. later, I'd had it. But that's because you were so relaxed and, you know, things but, like the hypnotherapy But if help, you get then. past, and I don't know yeah. what, what, the, what the precise dilation is, but yeah. if you get to a point past where your body is just doing it, then when you get to the hospital, it won't shut down. Right. And your, your pregnancy will be much faster. So if you can hold off a little bit before mm -hmm. you go to the hospital and labor at home, you know, light some candles, just do your breathing, do all of that, and have faith that, you know, you'll get to the hospital, then At least I think educate that helps. yourself a little bit on it. Talk to people that have yeah. had home births or that have had births that are a little more open-minded where you yeah. do a lot of the laboring at home. I also did most of my laboring at home too. I did yeah. 12 hours in the bathtub. Yeah. Um, and it was just so funny. Like, so it, it, here I am, I'm, I'm going into labor and my, my father was visiting and he doesn't visit that often because he lives in Canada. And he decided because he, we, my dad builds houses for a living. He builds like 400 houses yeah. a year. Yeah. So here he's fixing my doors and my floors and the, he's hammering, nailing, making all this noise. Uh, excuse me, having and a baby. I'm in the bath and I'm like, <laughs> I go, dad, now is not the right time. He's like, oh, I feel so bad. So it was just, yeah. it was just crazy. But, but I did the same thing. I was in the bathtub for a long, long time, just because warm water really helps. And I did have a doula, so if you're nervous about it, definitely look into getting a doula. A doula. I mean, if you're under 40, a home birth may be a great way to go. I didn't yeah. want to take that risk being over 40. Me I mean, that was one part of Me my neither. brain that, you know, but yeah. I would have loved to have had him at home. But I definitely educate it. yourself, too. Yeah, yeah. My cousin had all two kids. Uh, she had home birth yeah. as well. I, I just, I, I thought she was crazy. I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so and my mom good. actually is a nurse, and in England back in the day, doctors didn't deliver babies; it was all midwives. Yes, so that's true, all midwives. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, I love the fact that I had a doula, so I don't think I'll be having any more children moving forward. But you know, I would. I'm so look into that if you want to have a home birth, if you're interested in it. Um, we sort of did that. We we kind of until kind the of bitter until end. <laughs> Um, so the next thing I want to talk to you about when we come back is giving birth over 40, which we've both done. And now we're moms. My daughter's six. Yours, your son is seven, almost eight. Yeah. And, um, you know what it's like. Women have a lot of questions about that. Um, we have we're... the pumping thing to talk about. Oh too. yes. You guys got to wait till you hear this story. <laughs> it's coming up next in just a few minutes. So, um, Julia Rose says, you ladies are so inspiring. Thank you, Julia. She says, yay, mama's giving birth over 40. Question for <laughs> Catherine. Are there any additional tips you have about staying healthy after giving birth? I, I mean, look mm. at her. Like, seriously? Mm -hmm. Such an inspiration. And I know she does Pilates because I see her going all the time. Yes. While yes. I'm eating my Cheerios. And the, you know, <laughs> I'm not. I eat healthy too, but... <laughs> Okay, we're ready to come back. We're back. We're back. So we're back with my friend. Um, let me start over again. So here we are. We are back with Catherine Nicholson. She's a very good friend of mine, and we want to talk about because we've both done it, having kids over forty. I mean, it's actually very. I'm I'm happy to be an older mom. I really am. Best thing. Best thing. More patient. Just more tolerant. Yes, and also more time because yes. you're more successful. It's it's 
It's nice. I like yeah. it. Once you get past the birth, because you yeah. know you're over 40 and you've never had a baby before, and yeah, and it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. And <laughs> why are you doing this? And there's gonna be all these health issues. You know, it's yeah. it's you don't want to. I mean, if you if you keep listening to the people that tell you everything that's negative, then. I don't know. You're never going to do it. Um, and everybody's different, you know. Different. I do Everybody's think different. I do think all the things I did helped. He w it was a 13-hour labor and no issues. He was really healthy and everything was fine. Great. So it worked out. So amazing. I think I think all of that helped. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know for me having um, you know, having Ava, she's 6 now and I'm 46. And it's one of those things where, you know, I kind of, I kind of, it's a little scary when she's a teenager. I'm going to be in my fifties when she's, you yeah, know, I want to be a grandma. Look at day. you, look at you. You'll be fine. Oh, You'll be, well, it's, you a, it's about staying in shape too and staying young up here yeah. and in here. Yeah. A lot of that too. Um, but we have some funny stories to share with all of you because you, I mean, we're both career aholics. We always have been. Um, we're kind of, we try to do the super mom stuff, which never works, right? Ever. But, you know, Catherine is a, she's an amazing real estate agent. You really, really are. And um, you've been working in this career for a long, long time. So, and I'm a TV host and I was hosting a show on A&E called Sell This House. We have interesting stories of what it's like to, what happens after you give a, <laughs> you, you give birth and you're breastfeeding yeah. and you're trying to maintain your career. So I'm going to let Catherine tell her story first. Well, breastfeeding, you know, that's, that's one of the things that I think is super important. And I think that you really need to give your child a good foundation. And breastfeeding, you, you don't have to do it that long, three, four months. I mean, I did it a year, but it was hard. For me, that was the hardest thing was, was getting enough milk. And there are different herbs you can try to do that, but fenugreek and things like that but they made my son a little not colicky but he didn't like it and he didn't like the taste as much right so <laughs> another way to get your milk production up is to pump a lot yes so i rented a pumping machine when you're and I, so i bought one and it was a hands-free right where pumper. you just sit there and right, yeah. the whole thing so, you know, I was still working and I yep. couldn't, I felt like the minute I stopped pumping, I had to start pumping again. So I was like pumping and pumping like multiple times a day. So are you like on the phone while you're, you're pumping, you're working? So I'm going to showings and things. And I mean, once I was driving along Sunset Boulevard and I had them on and then I put one of those white you're in the car? swaddle cloths over top. As yes, you're driving? Yes, as I'm she's driving. She's in the car <laughs> driving to her appointment and she's pumping. Wow. I mean, you know, make, make awesome. do with what you have, right? So I had the swaddle cloth over me and I was on a conference call and it, it makes a little bit of a noise eh, 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 like yep. this. And somebody on the call was like, what is that noise? <laughs> and so I just, oh, I, I'm on sunset and there's just some construction. I'm stuck in traffic. <laughs> I mean, well, you're going to make up, you're not going to tell them the truth. <laughs> I wouldn't. So embarrassing. Imagine if you did tell them the truth. Now so. that would be interesting. But yeah, you know, yeah. we just do that. And um, so I have a funny story too. I was hosting a show called Sell This House. Yeah. And uh, Charlie Fertini and me and Daniel were like tearing down this house. I had to pump. I mean, what are you going to do? So I go into the bathroom because the bathroom was the only part of the house that we weren't demolishing except for one of the walls. 
and I'm in there and you hear it. <laughs> it was the one where like I'm on the phone and just like yeah. you, but I'm in the bathroom of this yeah. like demolished house. Yeah. And then Charlie comes in just like wham, knocks this wall down. I'm like, he knew I was in there because the construction site is like so loud and so crazy. And it's just, it was a very embarrassing. I don't even think that he actually knew that I was in there because I ran. So I grabbed the machine and ran. (laughs) And then I had a problem with wardrobe afterwards. So, and then everybody knew. Like, that's the thing. It's when everyone finds out that can be a little bit embarrassing. But you just kind of do what you do. Um, I did, uh, I used to be an actress years ago. And um, I was doing, I think, Uncle Vanya um, with Stephen Tobolowsky, who's a, a wonderful actor. And his wife had just given birth. And she was in the show as well. And I remember sitting backstage, and she was... Pumping, pumping all the time. It's oh, getting like, more and more acceptable. Like at least, taking but. it off and running on stage, you know. I <laughs> yeah. mean, it's 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 what you have to do. Yeah, but I mean, you know, giving birth over forty has been the, the the best thing that I've ever done, and I'm kind of glad that I have my career sort of at a point where yes, I can spend more time with my daughter, just like you with your son. Yeah. And um, it's it's it keeps you young. It, it just keeps you young. And if you're not ready in your 20s, your 30s, you still have time. Don't think you don't have time. Yeah. Right? We did it. Yeah. And I think you bring more to your role as a mother if you've lived your life. Yeah. You have Definitely. just so much more to give and so many more experiences to share. And you, you also, I think, uh, you look for help, you do research, you become more knowledgeable, and I think that can only help your child. Very true. Okay, so if you want to learn more about Catherine, and um, if you want her to represent you when you sell your house, because she is one of the top real estate <laughs> and agents in America. And I'm not pumping anymore. <laughs> and you're not pumping anymore. And she looks fabulous, too. Um, <laughs> Where can they reach you or ask you questions or anything like that? Um, at the agency. The agency, which is like the most... It's knickelson at theagencyre.com. Great. And the agency is like a world-renowned real estate company. Yeah. And she's We're headquartered in Beverly Hills. And uh, you've probably seen us on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Maurizio Umanski yes. is our captain. And uh, we love it's a great company. We it do. is a great company. Yeah. All right. And if you want to learn more about Odiva, um, which is my company, we are launching in June. We're very excited. It's a subscription-based company. We're delivering essentials to women's doorsteps. Um, delivery is free every single month. And there's all kinds of surprises and interesting things that are going to be in those boxes. So if you go to Odiva.com, you can learn more about that. Um, sign up on our website because we want to learn more about you. Hopefully, you'll want to learn more about us, and we'll, we'll um, keep you informed of the launch. But are you bringing some boxes home? Am I bringing? Some? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, well, cool. you got to. All right. You, Catherine has <laughs> connections. She has connections. Okay. <laughs> so you can learn more about Odiva at odiva.com from Focus TV in Hollywood. I'm Tandy Memmi, and we'll see you next time.